Back for episode three of our podcast, What the F is Wrong with Me. We have a really big topic that I only really thought about probably in the past 12 years of my life. 12 years? 12 years. I probably only have known about this for like the last five. <gasps> yeah. You guys, drum roll, please. This episode is about. <laughs> worst drum One, roll. two, three. Boundaries! Boundaries. Boundaries, ladies and gentlemen, do we have them or do we not? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Literally talking about this, like immediately my body has a visceral reaction where my hands are sweating. Oh my gosh. I'm just <laughs> thinking about like, wow, do I set them? Do I not set them? How, like it looks so different to all of us. And like, yeah. I think we're all in this, like, how do you set boundaries especially during a pandemic where you're yeah. stuck with somebody or by yourself or with like family and mm-hmm. like just so you guys know this episode is going to be a little zigzag and yes. we're going to probably go crazy and off things but yes. ultimately we'll bring it back around to boundaries and how we both perceive them what our experiences with them I hope you guys can relate to it because boundaries are like one what we all need but they're scary I think Terrifying. I think there's so many factors to why they're scary I know for me personally, I have a fear of confrontation. Mm. So boundaries for me involve having, oh, and actually, interestingly enough, I'm learning in the past, I've learned in the past year through therapy that you don't have to set a boundary. You don't have to say anything to set a boundary. I think my view of boundaries, you know, 12 years ago, like you said, that's kind of shocking, but I got married Mm. and started a relationship with my now husband 12 years ago. And when that relationship started, it was such a serious thing to me. And I like felt the seriousness of it. Then I felt the need to protect it, even though nothing was going wrong. It was just like setting up practical boundaries with my family, really, and who I love. But just like, okay, this is this new chapter that I'm walking into. Um, But I do think there's like a a learning curve, like when you're initially starting boundary practice, where you're like, oh, I need to tell this person, hey, you're crossing a line. You're crossing a boundary. Um, However, now I know, oh, boundaries can just be silent and you can just decide, hey, I'm not going to participate in that thing. And that's my boundary. But but the guilt that I would feel or the, I guess the guilt still remains. I know that's a lot that I just Yeah, but you're dropping it. You're (laughs) dropping it. And I I, like it's like it's hot. (laughs) I yeah, my boundaries, again, are very different. And that's what Mm -hmm. I think is so cool about me and you is like, yours is like, I don't want to confront this. I don't want to deal with this. Mm -hmm. Me is like, oh, I'm not going to have any boundaries because I need these people to love me. And like, Mm. I'm not going to set any healthy things around this because I ultimately just need so much love because of abandonment issues that I'm like, I know I need boundaries with certain people and family. But like, just in the past five years, I think I've really understood what that word means. But also, I don't like confrontation either. But I also, I'm really black and white. When I don't set boundaries, especially with friends, I just want to cut it off. I am like, nope, I need yeah. it. I need to shut the door. I need an absolute. I need to send that last text message. I need to make sure my voice is heard in the end instead of just setting a boundary where I'm like, hey, this is a, a friendship. It takes two and you're mm. not doing your part. And yeah. 
it could be as little as that, or it could be, oh man, me and my mom for the last 30 years have never had a boundary and it's been terribly detrimental to our relationship. And mm. just now I'm learning boundaries, but we have to set our own boundaries for ourselves because the person that's on the other end of that, we're not in charge of them. Yes, and yeah. they might not need the boundary. Yeah. That's that's such a unique sort of aha moment when you're like, oh, this person, they don't need the same sort of boundary because we're different humans yep. and that's okay. But I also wanted to, if you are comfortable talking yeah. about this, I wanted to ask you, do you know or do you think you know where abandonment issues might stem from and why that then it's so weird because like I don't know how else I can explain it except the fact that I was adopted and my birth mom was super young and it was Mm a pretty traumatic experience that she went through and then I wasn't held for the first six months of my life and like I was moved around a lot in an orphanage and I think like me not having that connection to a person in the beginning stages of my life, ultimately, like people don't think those things are real. But like, I think, I think actually now people are starting to realize childhood trauma is a real thing. But I think that I've always longed for unconditional love and somebody to want me, but it's literally just played out so toxic in my life of me, one, not having boundaries, putting people on pedestals when they didn't ask to be, and then being disappointed when they've let me down. Mm. And those are all like me things. Those are things I've had to work on because I'm like, I know how good of a friend I am. Yeah. I know what I give to somebody, but I can never expect them to do the same thing. And I think like that's when I need boundaries for myself, like to to protect myself even. Like boundaries are super important for the relationships, but also like you got to conserve, like you got to make sure like you're being filled up because if you're not, you can't give anything to especially your partner. Like the yes. person you love. Yes, um, yes. But you can't give to yourself. No. That's the whole thing. 100%. Yeah. People um, hopefully can relate to that part because like in one way or another, abandonment is, is so many different forms and it could be that you never learn boundaries. Mm. My parents didn't teach me boundaries because no. they didn't have them themselves. No. Shout out different to my mom time. and dad. Yeah. But like, yeah, like that's exactly like, it's one of those things where it's like no harm, no foul, but like I now know what I need to do to protect me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dang, once again, Div, with no. many, many mic drops. But I wanted, I mean, I obviously I know your story, but I yeah. wanted you to be able to share that in a in a way that people can understand you a bit more because I think a lot of people can relate to that. And of course, we all have different varying degrees of, of abandonment issues because yeah. I also have abandonment issues, but mine stem from divorce, from my parents getting divorced. I wanted yeah. to ask you, 12 years, one is a long time. And yeah. I totally remember when yeah. we had spoken about it because protecting that relationship is so important to you. But mm-hmm. what was it like for you? And where do you think those boundary list things happened in your childhood, if you remember? Oof. I know, really loaded question. No, no. I mean, I think like Divya knows that I'm a very private person, even among my closest mm-hmm. friends when it comes to my family. I will share stuff. And I think eventually I'm I'm becoming more and more comfortable with sharing stuff. My fear of sharing comes from a fear of abandonment and fear that I'm going to get reprimanded in some way. I think as a child, I was a people pleaser. I was the peacemaker. 
you don't really have a lot of boundaries when you're those role when you're those roles because you want to make sure that everything's okay because then that means you're okay yeah. and that means you're safe. Yep. And I'm really for the first time honestly learning this in therapy because I didn't know what it was, but I recognized, oh, I do this thing where I want to be a jester, like the term where it's like you're basically performing for people to like you. Yeah. Not even to like you. I would say you're performing for people to be happy, like you want to make them happy. And so that created a lot of boundarylessness because I would just sit and take the gossip, the attitude, whatever these things are that people, my family would give me. And it's too much for me. Like now I see that that is not healthy and helpful to anybody because then like you were saying earlier you know when you when you aren't helping yourself you can't help anybody else that's a really hard place to come to and it's weird because as we get older especially during the pandemic I think we're all trying to protect our space like I definitely would call myself an extrovert I love seeing people they fill me up I love human connection I love hearing people's stories I love like all the walks of life that are happening I just think like I don't know what it is but I'm so drawn to people during the pandemic I learned that I had to sit with myself and in sitting with myself and the uncomfortability of it all I was like man there's a lot of stuff I need to figure out because Mm -hmm. you're sitting with your thoughts and you're all the things you avoided you're now in you're sitting in them like the pandemic closed everything down and was like Everyone has to take a good, hard look at themselves and pivot and change things. In the past few years, I've learned actually from my partner about boundaries because Mm. she was learning them as we've been together almost five years now. And like she was so good about being vocal about what she can handle and what she can't. And I feel comfortable sharing this because I feel like she would also. But it's very much like I can't emotionally dump on her because that's not her job. Yes. Like, and so I think yeah. like that really like took me by surprise because I'm like, oh, my partner, she should be able to handle everything I say to her and I should be able to tell her everything. And, and she, you know, again, unrealistic expectations of somebody. And mm-hmm. when I learned, oh, I have friends for that. Mm-hmm. I have a therapist for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't need to know all this. And right. she, I don't know. I don't ever ask, are you in a space that can handle all my emotions? Right. Like, so I think that's like one of the boundaries that I definitely have like really honed in on is like really being super self-aware about the fact that I need to find different outlets. Mm. But also for myself, like, I mean, like another boundary would be like, God bless her soul. My mother loves to call me. And I know I'm going to miss it when the time comes that she doesn't anymore. But she does call me a lot. And so I had to set a boundary for myself during the pandemic of like, I need to tell her that she can't call me during these times. Right. But then there's like a part of me in the back of my mind that's like, is she going to stop loving me? Is she going to like stop calling? Like, is she going to, I want to be wanted, but I only want you to want me when I'm when I want it, which yes. is so messed up in the head. No, that's so, I can relate <laughs> really? to that. So okay, I can relate so much to the first piece of it. Okay. It's like not as much when you, when I want it, uh-huh. but it's more so I want you to want me, but I don't want it to be obvious. <laughs> is that a yeah, thing? Yeah. Maybe? Like, I, yeah, I totally, yeah, that was, it's, I was a very was like, I want you to want me. There we go. We had to do it. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's the Um, best. It's weird because when we're talking about boundaries, it's like I only know them when I'm setting them kind of like Mm. it's a very weird thing to talk about. But I I definitely did hear from a YouTube clip 
popped up on my phone recently and like it was a Joseph Gordon-Levitt on the Mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson show and he was explaining that him and his partner his wife talk a lot about boundaries and I think that like one that's incredible but two he was like we just read this study about rats Mm -hmm. and they put like a bunch of rats together in a clump and then put a wall around them the social experiment was that they put a bunch of rats together without a wall around them. And ultimately, like what they found out was that the rats that had the wall around them knew exactly how much space between them and the wall they had to go free. So it was setting this boundary for them. Mm -hmm. So they felt safe roaming around, Mm -hmm. going to different sides of this wall, trying to do whatever they wanted because they knew they had this X amount of space And that's what their brains told them. Now, the rats that didn't have a wall around them clumped together and stayed together because they were so in fear of not knowing what the boundary was, where the wall lied. It's it's so interesting because that's like kind of how I feel sometimes we are like we're like we don't go places with people because we don't know their boundaries. But I think we Mm -hmm. need to maybe break the stigma a little and just be like. I feel like we're in a really interesting place in the world right now where we need to start asking people like, are you in the place to receive stuff right now? Are you in the place to like hear a bunch of stuff? Because I feel like sometimes we call friends, we emotionally dump on them or they emotionally dump on us. And then we're like, whoa, yeah, that just I don't know what kind of day you were having before. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what you're going through. And I just feel like that's a boundary in itself. Mm -hmm. I really hope that I at least am continuing to grow in that area, if that makes sense. I know with certainty that you are and I I can see it. And also, I do think I'm really aware of your background and of these things. And so it's interesting because I I sense sometimes maybe like, oh no, something that I did, did it come across in an, in a way that would be hurtful? Like it's so interesting to know the nuances of, of yeah. each other where it's like, oh gosh, I really hope that that thing didn't Oh my gosh, you didn't do the, hurt. Wait, do you think about this? Oh too? yeah. Oh my God, me For too with sure. you. I leave you, your house and I'm like, did I, yeah. did I not acknowledge enough the fact <laughs> that like what she's doing is great? Like I... <laughs> don't know why with you specifically I'm like I think it's because I want to be the best friend around you that's like filling you up but I'm like wait same did I just completely ignore Greg when he asked me how I was doing like I don't remember (laughs) things and I'm like oh gosh like and yeah okay but it's weird that we (laughs) do that I think probably what it is too is we know so much about our kind of inner feeling world yeah so it's like oh I really want to be sensitive to those parts that need extra love. Mm-hmm. And so it's more of like, it's a sweet thing, but also of course we need to like be nicer to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I think ultimately it's like, we need to know that that's not our responsibility. Yeah. Our responsibility is to own up to stuff, of course, but like, I think we can probably overthink or ruminate over things that are just us trying to be, like you said, the best version of ourselves, yep. but it gets really messy. Mm-hmm. Like back to the boundaries of it all, I think too, it's like because we're so hyper aware and so sensitive to other people um, and to ourselves, but to other people, I can speak for myself that I know when I do set a boundary, it can be sort of extreme. Like it it can, especially to my family, I think that they would think, and this is what I wanted to say for the podcast. I think that they would think that I was Kourtney Kardashian. <laughs> wait, I was waiting to what? share that because, wait, Kourtney is the oldest, right? She just, yeah, she just got married. Okay. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know like anything about, I, of course I know about the Kardashians, but I don't, 
I can't watch their shows or any reality shows because the yelling really oh, triggers me. Really? Yeah. It's like a family. It's like from my childhood. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Any sort of yelling stresses me out. Although I love looking at the pretty Wait, things. I, I get so anxious when people yell on TV, but I'm like, yes. oh, give me more. I don't know why. How sick am I? <laughs> I am like, yes, I feel so crazy right now. Keep screaming. What? Did he really cheat? Oh, my God. Do I need to go look things up? Like, I live in the anxious state, and I'm like, oh, this is so unhealthy. I know. So it's so, I totally know what you're talking about. And I think weirdly, now that I'm thinking about it, I had to set a boundary of you can't look at that. That's not Mm. good for you. Mm -hmm. Because my childhood was very much... It's chaos. Yeah, it was yeah. chaos. And so my parents are, of course, like did the best that they could and yeah, are doing definitely. the best that they could. But I am wired very differently. Yeah. I'm not a yeller. I'm not. And maybe it's because of that. Maybe I repressed. That's That could be very true. But I wanted to share the Kourtney yeah, Kardashian because to me, I think my family probably looks at me and is like oh my gosh like she has so many walls yeah and and I but they kind of laugh but I'm also making that up I don't know if that's true I definitely have the most boundaries by the most extreme degree I kind of protect my world Mm -hmm. my husband and I and I, I I protect our world I'm working on it to keep growing and there are a lot of things that I'm working through right now that are gonna inform other things i think just mentally and what i'm and what oh, i'm you're going doing through work you are doing, doing so much work. work right now Thanks, it's going Steph. to be amazing to listen to these and then like in a few months listen like back and be like <sighs> oh my gosh like i mean i do have to say like you do have a lot of walls up but yeah it's but i think what's really great is like this is when friendship comes into play of like it's not that you're waiting for people to knock down those walls or try to but like you appreciate the people who do yeah maybe there is subconscious like you're like i wish x person would do it but like also you're so comfortable with like okay and i think it's good you have boundaries in in a house full of people who may not have as good boundaries as you (laughs) i think i don't even know if i have very good boundaries anymore but i'm yeah it's it's a work in progress (laughs) i just think i can feel i feel guilty for my boundaries because i can't tell sometimes if they've pendulum swung so far yeah but I do know it's what I need right now. Yep. So I think as I grow and as I change, as we all do, hopefully I can bring down those walls a little bit or open a door, or open a window or something. Yeah. Um, but I am like in what I'm working through right now, all the mental stuff that eventually I'll dive into in the podcast right now. I'm, I'm still working through a lot, but... I'm learning to see other people's humanity. I think what you're doing right now is going to set you up for so much success. And the people that are willing Mm. to sit in that with you around you right now, because that's the thing is it's just accepting people's boundaries. Like they don't need to vocalize it in order for you to just go, okay, this person's doing work on themselves. And if Mm. that's what they're doing, I'm going to be right here when they're ready to like start knocking, chiseling away at those walls. Like I think you are though doing the work and I don't think you should even question the work that you're doing because in the end it's going to be like such a who knows what's going to happen like Mm. it could be these groundbreaking like breaking the glass ceiling type of situation where you're like I feel you get to choose which walls you put down Mm. and like you're just learning how to navigate all that and you're just getting tools thanks Deb you're the best I'm just I mean I really am I'm so excited for an audience to hear you speak Divya because I know you have such a unique story and perspective it's just not something that's talked about enough. I think particularly, and I don't want to speak for you, but particularly adoption yep. is a very beautiful and I'm sure 
it has many, many levels of feeling. Yep. And also like you have other things, like there's so many things that you've worked through and that you have continued to, to grow in. And it's just really, for me as your friend, like as your bestie, you know, yep. it's uh, so such an honor to see you're too you experience this no it's so true you're so kind I think that we're both doing like it's kind of weird because like again we'll talk about our like past and stuff but we have known each other for so long and there's been the ebb and flow of life of when we've been in each other's lives and when we just haven't been in each other's lives for as you know long period of time but we have always been able to pick up where we left off and shout out to you because like you're one of the few people that like definitely probably against what you normally do yeah like because you don't like being on the phone ever and this no. chick called me all the time when I lived in Texas I have never <laughs> in my life talked to her I think I'm probably one of the few people yeah. she'll pick up the call to yeah and it was like such a I mean we built such a great friendship 1500 miles away yeah. and then moving back I'm like whoa like this is even cooler than like I even thought it was gonna be and oh. I think we're both like in this really cool space right now where like one we get to connect with people but two we kind of just get to like talk about what is happening right yes. now because like we both have very much left each other and probably sat in the car and been like what the f is wrong with me yeah why did I say that yeah. why did I do that we're human and mm-hmm. we're going to make mistakes and we're going to question things. But I think we're works in progress in the boundary department. But I think you're like, you're smashing I have it. extreme boundaries. So <laughs> I'm smashing so it. crazy. <laughs> but I do have, I do have extreme boundaries. And I, I don't know, I'm curious if, if anybody else listening has experienced that. Uh, the only term I can think of is pendulum swing. Just like, okay, I'm really, really going to go to the side mm-hmm. and put all these boundaries up. And then maybe one day I'll be able to. But honestly, like there's a possibility that there are certain people that you always have to have extreme boundaries with. I know for myself, it's uncomfortable, but I I would just want to encourage anyone listening that you don't necessarily have to confront a person to have a boundary. Like I was saying earlier, I'm learning that I can just not pick up the phone if I don't want to, but I can respond. I I think that's a part of it too. Like, don't just ignore people. That's not boundaries. <laughs> to, to have a boundary, you need to, if someone calls yeah. you and you can't pick up, don't pick up, but write them a text back. Hey, I'm really sorry. I can't talk right now. Is everything okay? If this is a person that chronically reaches out to yeah. you and you are, have the ability to text them. I think that's a boundary that, I've really had to set because like to your point, Divya, I get emotionally dumped on a lot. Yeah. It's exhausting. And I think in what in the work that I do in songwriting, I do have a space to kind of get my side of the story out. And that's really cathartic and really beautiful. But that's also a moment that I can overshare. So it's a little I tread water. I tread I lightly. I tread, I tread lightly. water. That I tread was, water. We tread water here. I tread lightly on the water. No, I think <laughs> you're so spot on. And I think like, but the thing is, I'm a, I'm not a confrontational person, but boundaries that I think I have is when someone does something that I don't particularly like, or I'm like, oh, as a friend, I need to tell you that I need this from our friendship. Mm-hmm. Then if you can meet me there, great. If not, then I get to go home and figure out what boundary I get to set for our friendship. Uh, um, yeah. Especially right now, I have talked to a friend's, one friend specifically, and I was like, this is what I need from our friendship. Like, I feel like it's one way. I feel like I want to be needed too. And I kind of told them how I felt and they were really receptive of it. And 
the thing is they didn't need to be like if they had said mm. I can't give you that I would be like okay totally fine mm. and then I get to go home and figure out like what that looks like okay well this person's mm. been my friend for a while I've confided to them about x y and z but now I need this and they can't give it to me and that's okay but now I need to I want to protect myself like I'm starting to learn how to protect myself more rather than just being like oh my god like Ooh. I'm keep either trying to make them change into something I need but that's like not okay or yeah being like, all right, I'm going to bend the rules for them. And it's Mm. like, I feel like I live in that gray space sometimes of bending rules because I'm like, I want them in my life, but I'm like, am I sacrificing something and doing that? Mm. And you're just really good and you're like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) Well, Uh, I just don't say anything. anything. I just avoid, which is what I'm working on. It's so good, though. You know, I think we're all work in progresses and works in progress yep, wait that was how great. do you works Work, in we're works progress. in progress you guys we all get dyslexic here and there yeah <laughs> yep. um but we are and i think that's a beautiful thing the fact that we're able to or willing to talk about these things i hope will encourage and like make other people feel less alone that's always yeah that's what we want at the end of these episodes mm-hmm. is like if one of you guys like relates at all it's just it's so nice to hear because like again that's why we really wanted to talk about emotions and feelings and like the nitty-gritty of everything that's going on in our minds and bodies and I feel like I hope that some of you take away something from this and realize like setting boundaries is okay it's healthy however it looks for you is going to be great but you know we're just here to have a conversation (laughs) yeah we're here to have a conversation and We'll probably talk about this again. Yeah. <laughs> Boundaries episode 19. Exactly. Um, what boundary did we set this week? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, my hands are sweating. Oh, again. my gosh. I'm like, don't make me do that. Um, no, I or don't don't make me tell you what boundary I set. That's terrifying. But also, that's, it might be, a good, might be good. Yeah, it might be good. We'll see you guys. You never know what you're going to get on What the F is Wrong With Me podcast. Do you? Nope. It's a surprise every time. Uh, You say. I did. Oh, Oh, I'm I'm rubbing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys, we are so thankful that you are listening. Anytime you want to hit us up on Instagram. What's our Instagram name? WTFS wrong with me podcast that's our instagram <laughs> whoa that is say, say that real slow guys but we're, gonna, that. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna work on it we're gonna yeah that. but you can hit us up on instagram and ask us questions that yep. you want to hear or topics that you want to hear us talk about and we're just really really thankful for you so if Very you're listening much. to this you are killing it and don't stop get it get it get it get it this is Paris signing off. Bye. This is Div. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. What the F is wrong with me? Bye. <laughs>